everyone. Welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. It's minute 68. We're up on the roof. We're up on the roof. I have this minute starting when Sarah arrives on the roof and ending with Sarah walking across the roof away from Jack. Right. My first note is an answer to my question at the end of the last minute. And the note is simply, oh, she made him breakfast. Mm-hmm. So that's why she was downstairs. Now, hold on. Let me just see and where... And she the... got dressed and, like, swished that butter around in her mouth. Mm-hmm. Swished it, swished it nice around. Uh, oh, no. My, I guess we can talk about... I don't want to take, take notes away from next minute, but it sort of is the whole two minutes thing here. What, what the hell are they eating for breakfast? Milk. Milk. Bread? Yeah. At one point, she's holding something that looks like... Like a sponge, it looks or like, like a washcloth that has been shaped into a cube. Yeah, or like, um, honey, I shrunk, honey, honey, we blew up the kid focaccia bread. Like it looks like giant, like a like a, a hamburger bun size focaccia bread. It looks yeah. layery and stuff. I guess that's bread. It's got to be bread. And then I I was like, is that it, or is there like cheese or whatever? Yeah, I don't know. So I'm not sure what she has made him for breakfast other than milk and I'm assuming some sort of carb. Yeah. I did I did note and went back and watched him. Did you see him take that tomato? No. So she's like, I made you breakfast. And he's like, cool. And he goes over to the tomato plant and plucks one off. Oh, and yes. Okay. He plays with that tomato for the rest of the scene. Yes. And it drives me absolutely crazy because first of all... Well, I guess, first of all, it's the most Jack Kelly thing of all. Sure. Like, yeah, Jack Kelly's going to be like, oh, free tomatoes, cool. And also, oh, you made me breakfast? I'm just going to supplement this. Yeah, exactly. You, you made probably me... just brought me milk and bread. I'm going to add a tomato. <laughs> I'm imagining, yeah. But he doesn't He doesn't eat the tomato at any point. He yeah, literally because... uses it as like a stress ball. Yeah. Because well, tomatoes are gross. But right. I assume that at some point in the, before the turn of the 20th century, tomatoes weren't gross? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe he's just one of those weirdos who likes tomatoes. Yeah. Don't add us. No. Gross. I, I said, I actually like Sarah talking about her dad talking with pride about them. Yes. Although my note is that she should be talking a little bit more about how, well, she shouldn't be because I'm sure that David probably came home and David and Les were probably talking up. Jack is the strike leader, blah, blah, right. blah. But really, the one that Papa should be proud of, whether he knows it or not, is David. Right. His son, the walking mouth, who is right. the only reason any of this is happening. Right. I, I said I believe it, but then I said I wish she'd delivered the line differently. Because the way she says it is like, you should hear Dad going on and on about Jack Kelly, the strike leader who sometimes dines at our house. And I'm like, the, that pause is too long. And I'm like, is your exam... Is, is this conversation you saying you should hear Papa going on and on about Jack Kelly? That's you. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, she delivers. I mean, I think she delivers it well. I think you can hear sort of the pride in her voice and mm-hmm. the sort of like, my dad's a huge dork and you're a huge dork and you're all dorks and you suck and I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. 16 year old, hashtag 16 year old stuff. Yeah. But I wish that that line was less confusing because every single time I hear it, I'm like, she oh the strike leader okay i see what she's saying that's that's much less horribly awkward than it sounds yeah as much as i hate this scene yeah for reasons that we discussed yesterday it's super picturesque very very beautiful the paintings look great (laughs) the paintings they're standing in front of (laughs) yes but like i mean the lighting i feel like it captures that like 6 a.m like wee hours of the morning the sun is 
up but not out, if that yeah. makes sense. Uh-huh. And like it doesn't it, it feels clear, not yeah. smoggy like New York would be now. Right. Like a New York City rooftop now would just be like blech. Although maybe not I can't imagine that the air was cleaner during the Industrial Revolution than Well, that's true. After than than now. now. That's true. Well, you know what? It probably was because it didn't have years and years of industrial revolution Fair. on top of years and years of <laughs> car and other grossness. Yeah, I think it's interesting to compare this to, I love the theme, one of the themes of this podcast is let's say we're going to look for something later and have no intention of actually mm-hmm. um, comparing this scene to the um, once and for all, like that's sort of a dawn sort of situation too. Yeah. And it, it has much more of an apocalyptic dawn feel than this yeah. is like a... I'm easy like Sunday morning feel to it. Yeah. The sky is blue and all the leaves are green mm-hmm. sort of feel that this that this scene has. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, like it's pretty... wa- watching this scene, I can like smell the more like it reminds me of this is a very strange anecdote, but when I would go to auditions for Pavan mm-hmm. back in high school, it was out at Shenandoah University. Okay. And so we would have to get up like butt early to drive an hour out to Winchester for like an 8 a.m. audition. Right. And so I would have to like get up at six so that I could get my butt in gear and be ready to leave the house in time. Right. And I remember like walking around the Shenandoah University campus at, you know, 730, o'clock in the morning. Right. And just being like, it's just like, it's nice and peaceful. Yeah. And this reminds me of that. Mm-hmm. Very much. You're the only, they were the only two people, you know, alive and at that level yeah. that they were and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Until I get that. Um, I forgot that this scene also reminds me of uh, Empire Records. Yeah. AJ and Corey. Yeah. yeah. And they're both sort of vapid. The, the boy has long hair that he has mm-hmm. to, he's sort of goofy and like emo-y and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 Sarah sort of has a Corey thing going on. Yeah, with and, like the hair and yeah, a little bit of a she doesn't have much more than the the crushes that she has. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I don't know. Cuz Corey liked art. Yeah. No, did she? Mm. No. She liked uh Harvard? AJ liked art. Corey liked Harvard. Right. And Rex Manning. And Rex Manning. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, Sarah likes Jack. Uh-huh. And, and there may also be a place she likes. We don't know. Presumably. They don't tell us. Yeah. Jack is like, um, well, this strike leader is looking forward to when this is all over. And I wrote, like, all strike leaders aren't looking forward to the strike being over. Yeah. Like, that, like no strike leader is like, oh, come on, extend this strike just a little bit more. But his reason for looking forward to it is so he can get, get out of here and go to Santa Fe. Yeah. Because there's nothing for him here. He says, there's nothing for me here, is there? I wrote, Jack fishing for someone to want him to stay. I wrote, wow, subtle cowboy, not fishing for her affection at all. <laughs> right. Yeah. But uh, uh, that, all that said, I have also done that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely <laughs> accurate for a 16-year-old yeah, boy, 17-year-old yeah. boy. Yeah. yeah. And then I, my last note is his hair looks not as gross. Yeah. It looks like he's washed it sometime in the past week or so. Yeah. Maybe he... Mm. Interesting that after the night spent sleeping on a fire escape, he looks cleaner than he ever has. Someone probably dumped their water. Maybe it rained. That's possible. Yeah. Also. Jack is like my cars. You know, my, the cars get, that we own. They get washed when it's it rains? The only time that they get washed. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. I have... That's all I have, I think, for this. You can find us at Newsies Minute.
Yes, or individually, you can find us. I am at Unabashedly Aaron. I'm at Unabashed James. We have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Aaron and James. Or if you would like to hear more from us, but also other people, you can check out the Scavengers Network Patreon, which is patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network. Patreon bonus content is and remains uh, one of my favorite things about podcasting. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just love thinking of like, we do this show, but what can we do extra? Please join us tomorrow um, for what I imagine will be a very nice episode. And until then. (laughs) Soak them for crutchy. (laughs) The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.